The world is more complex than ever. Who can make sense of it? Join Reverend Michael Angley Oguche on NUMA Podcast each week as he shows you how God's Word connects directly to your life in this age and helps you navigate trials and tribulations. If you want to deepen your relationship with God and learn what He has in store for you, listen and subscribe to NUMA Podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or your favorite podcast app. Just search for NUMA Podcast. Hello and welcome to NUMA Podcast with the Reverend Michelangeli Oguche, bringing your way today the inspired Word of God, and I hope you will be blessed. Hello, brothers and sisters in Jesus Christ. I am so glad you are able to join NUMA Podcast today. The key text for this podcast is the Gospel according to St. Matthew, chapter 27, verse number 15 to 26. Now, the governor's custom was to release one Jewish prisoner each year during the Passover celebration, anyone they wanted. This year, there was a particularly notorious criminal in jail named Barabbas. And as the crowd gathered before Pilate's house that morning, he asked them, Which shall I release to you, Barabbas or Jesus, your Messiah? He knew very well that the Jewish leaders had arrested Jesus out of envy because of his popularity with the people. Just then, as he was presiding over the court, Pilate's wife sent him this message, Leave that good man alone, for I had a terrible nightmare concerning him last night. Meanwhile, the chief priests and Jewish officials persuaded the crowd to ask for Barabbas' release and for Jesus' death. So, when the governor asked again, Which of these two shall I release to you? The crowd shouted back their reply, Barabbas. Then, what shall I do with Jesus, your Messiah? Pilate asked, and they shouted, Crucify him. Why? Pilate demanded, What has he done wrong? But they kept shouting, Crucify, crucify. When Pilate saw that he wasn't getting anywhere and that a riot was developing, he sent for a bowl of water and washed his hands before the crowd, saying, I am innocent of the blood of this good man. The responsibility is yours. And the mob yelled back, His blood be on us and on our children. Then Pilate released Barabbas to them, and after he had whipped Jesus, he gave him to the Roman soldiers to be taken away and crucified. Join me as I bring this podcast before the Lord today. Rock of Ages, we thank you this moment 
for the privilege to be able to bring your word to the world. And Lord, I pray only for inspiration today that you will inspire the sound of my voice so that the hearer's mind will be illuminated. And I thank you, Lord, because in every circumstances you are there. Lord, I pray for all those who will make their time to listen to this podcast and subsequent one. In the name of Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. The title of this podcast is Between Jesus Christ and Jesus Barabbas. Between Jesus Christ and Jesus Barabbas. In this podcast, we're going to take a succinct look at the choices we made, the choices we are making, and the causative factors that informed us as a people making them, especially as people of God. Human beings are constantly having to make choices. Some are ephemeral and others have eternal consequences. The latter is the crux of this message today. To get a clearer picture, let us look at actions of the key icons from our key text, which is Matthew's Gospel, chapter 27, verse 15 to 26. In this passage, we have Pilate, the people, Jesus Christ, and Jesus Barabbas. Some of you listening to this podcast today may not have taken the time to consider the similarities that existed between Jesus Christ and Jesus Barabbas. Not only that, these two were both convicted and were sentenced with capital punishment, but also have very similar names. For example, Jesus Christ and Jesus Barabbas. Jesus Ba-Abba. Barabbas in Hebrew means son of the father. In the same way, Jesus Christ often referred to the Almighty as Abba Father, which can easily be interpreted as son of the father. You see the similarities between these two? As you already know, truth and falsehood exist concurrently. In fact, the existence of truth is the reason why falsehood also exists. Without good, there can be no bad. The good news, however, is that the Word of God said, that's in John chapter 8 verse 32, You shall know the truth, and the truth shall make you free. Truth is constant in all situations, even when it does not seem so. However, for truth to be considered true, it must be measured against falsehood. Was it a coincidence then that Jesus Christ and Jesus Barabbas were paired in crime and in convictions? My resounding response is in the negative. Our God is never taken by surprise because he is the creator and the master of the universe. He knows all things. Truth 
must be set side by side with falsehood so that humans can have the opportunity to make choice because we are all created as free will moral agent with the power of choice. Deuteronomy chapter 30 verse 19. Here's what he says. I call heaven and earth to witness against you today. I place before you life and death, blessing and curse. Choose life so that you and your children will live. In spite of all these, we still struggle with truth especially as truth in this age continued to be re-engineered to fit the cast. In earlier proceeding, that's the book of John chapter 18 verse 37 to 39, in his defense before Pilate, the Bible said, then Pilate said, so are you a king or not? Jesus answered, you tell me, because I'm king. I was born and entered the world so that I could witness to the truth. Everyone who cares for truth, who has any feeling for the truth, recognizes my voice. Pilate said, what is truth? Then he went back to the Jews and told them, I find nothing wrong in this man. It is your custom that I pardon one prisoner at Passover. Do you want me to pardon the king of the Jews? Here we see that Pilate struggled to balance the truth standing right before him and the reality that was also present. He had to make the hard decision against his good judgment to hand Jesus Christ over to the populist demand. Have you at any time been confronted with the truth and falsehood and with Jesus Christ and Jesus Barabbas and had to make the decision as to what way to go? Brothers and sisters in Jesus Christ, this kind of situations happens all the time, even as I speak. But the choice would always be yours to make because you were created with the power to make choice. In this life, we're confronted with the choice of what career path to take, whom to marry or not to marry, what job we have to take, how many children we have to have, and yet all these real life situations are nothing to be compared with the decision we make that impacts on our eternity. Many are dying and entering into Christless eternity because of the choices they made. But for you, my brothers and my sisters, your judgment must be based on the truth and not the reality that is before you. Reality is temporal, but truth is eternal. You cannot do anything against the truth, but for the truth. No wonder the prophet Isaiah cried out. That's in Isaiah chapter 59 verse 14. Our courts oppose the righteous man. Fairness is unknown. Truth 
falls dead in the streets and justice is outlawed. Today, we have a situation where it is difficult to stand up for what is right, for truth, because of social engineering of society by the powers that be. Although the word post-truth that has become a part of the English lexicon can be traced back to as far back as 1992. In the year 2016, it earned for itself the title of the word of the year 2016 and found its place in the prestigious Oxford Dictionary. And now it is defined as relating to or denoting circumstances in which objective facts are less influential in shaping public opinion that appeals to emotion and personal belief. This is NUMA Podcast with the Reverend Michelangeli Oguche. God bless you. Keep listening. We see this kind of reaction to truth play out across the world in politics, in religion, and in other areas of human social actions. In our key text today, we see the unfolding drama in the court of Pilate. And that's in Matthew chapter 27, verse 15 to 26. In verses number 15 to 17, God's word said, Now the governor's custom was to release one Jewish prisoner each year during the Passover celebration. Anyone they wanted. This year, there was a particularly notorious criminal in jail named Barabbas. And as the crowd gathered before Pilate's house, that morning he asked them, Which shall I release to you, Barabbas or Jesus your Messiah? Brothers and sisters, like the people in the story, we are constantly being asked by circumstances who we would like to be released. And most of the time we say, Barabbas. Maybe because of the similarities of their names and situations, even though we do not know exactly what Barabbas' crime was, he may have committed murder, robbery, insurrection against the state. However, it's obvious that Jesus Barabbas was a populist of some sort, so much so that the people preferred him to be released to Jesus, the Christ. It could also mean that Barabbas represented some special interest to the people. Remember, all this was happening at the height of the people's messianic expectation to be freed from Roman tyranny, and Jesus' message of salvation didn't quite get to them. With all these speculations, brothers and sisters, the bottom line is that truth was sacrificed on the altar of selfishness and they were responding to their feelings rather than the fact that Jesus Christ was the true Messiah and that though they bear similar name, Jesus Christ and Jesus Barabbas, their missions were different. 
In the same way, in a post-truth world, even though falsehood may be disguised as truth, it is not true and would never be. Jesus Christ said in John chapter 8 verse 31 to 32, If you stick with these, leaving out what I tell you, you are my disciples for sure. Then you will experience for yourself the truth, and the truth will free you. There are so many things happening in our ever-changing world today that impacts on how we believe in God and what we believe about God. In the same way, there appears to be so many ways to relationship with the one true God, such as New Age spiritualism, other religion, and even among those who professes to be followers of Jesus Christ. There are a whole lot of claims and counterclaims as to what is the truth. Just like Jesus Christ and Jesus Barabbas, followers of Jesus the Christ must learn to distinguish between the two regardless of similarity in name, presentation, and popularity. That is the brass task. Pilate seemed to have the inclination and probably the truth about the plot against Jesus Christ by the religious leaders. Yet he chose not to oppose the demand of the people for the reason of self-preservation. He didn't want riot to break out under his watch. Furthermore, in verses number 21 to 23, the Bible said, So, when the governor asked again, Which of these two shall I release to you? The crowd shouted back their reply, Barabbas, then what shall I do with Jesus, your Messiah? Pilate asked, and they shouted, Crucify him. Why? Pilate demanded, What has he done wrong? But they kept shouting, crucify, crucify. Sometimes we are confronted with obvious choice. Something we know is right and yet unable to take that bold step of making the right choice. Most of us are as guilty in this sense as Pilate was. From every indication, Pilate wanted to favor Jesus Christ. He wanted to be on the side of truth. Bet couldn't. That was why he asked a rhetorical question. Then, what shall I do with Jesus, your Messiah? Pilate had choice, but had no choice. The popular response was the same. Crucify him. Crucify him. Pilate summoned the courage to challenge them and asked again, What has he done wrong? But the people were determined and wouldn't have it any other way and shouted even more, away with him. It was a tough decision, but he had had to let the people win. The final verses, and that's verse number 24 to 26 of Matthew 27, which is our key text for this podcast, pointedly demonstrated the people's rebellion against the truth. Here is what the Bible said. 
When Pilate saw that he wasn't getting anywhere and that a riot was developing, he sent for a bowl of water and washed his hands before the crowd saying, I am innocent of the blood of this good man. The responsibility is yours. And the mob yelled back. His blood be on us and on our children. Then Pilate released Barabbas to them. And after he had whipped Jesus, he gave him to the Roman soldiers to be taken away and crucified. From the scripture, it was clear to Pilate that the people were prepared to take responsibility of their actions. They even placed a curse on generation unborn. They made their choice between Jesus Christ and Jesus Barabbas. Today, many are making decisions that has not only temporal consequence, but eternal. Brothers and sisters, eternity is staring at us whether we agree or not. And that is the reason we must critically consider the decisions we make each day. Again, truth and falsehood may come in similar package like we see in Jesus Christ and in Jesus Barabbas. They are never the same. One is truth and the other is false. In John chapter 14 verse 6 again, Jesus Christ said, I am the way, the truth, and life. No one comes to the Father except through me. This is absolute. What this means is this. In this world, there may be many other ways, but if the Bible is to be believed, Jesus is saying, there is no other way apart from him. If you're listening to this podcast and you have accepted Jesus Christ, I would like to encourage you to measure your truth with the truth that is Jesus the Christ. And if you have not yet met Jesus Christ, here is my message to you this very moment. Jesus Christ loves you. Jesus Christ loves you enough to lay down his life for you. Break yourself free from post-truth crowd and follow the truth. Jesus Christ, he is the truth. Follow him. Please join me, brothers and sisters, and let us pray again. Loving and everlasting Father, I thank you today for this rare privilege to be able to share your word with your people. And I ask that as many that have listened to this podcast, that you bless them, O God. And Lord, as many that struggles with decision making in their lives, I pray that the Holy Spirit will continue to direct their thoughts, their mind, O oh God, that together we will work our way as we come closer to the end of ages. Lord Almighty, this is your day. And I pray also for as many that have not known you, that they will find Jesus Christ at their door today, at the door of their hearts, that they too may become eternally conscious of the heavenly places of your world to come in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. Well, all the love I've ever found.
Thank you for listening to the NUMA podcast. This has been the Reverend Michael Angeli Oguche. I pray that God will richly bless you until I come your way again.